Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Suspect came from the back patio. Again, we have a report of subject with a gun. They heard seven to eight shots being fired. This will be from the U-Tube building. This is 911 tape from Tuesday afternoon. An active shooter was reported on the U-Tube campus in San Bruno. I saw somebody down on his back uh, with a red spot on his stomach, and somebody was yelling, come get me. In the moments after these mass shootings, it can be really hard to know what's just happened. Zach Voorhees is one of many YouTube employees who tried to piece together what he saw. And then I saw a police officer enter in through the gate with an assault rifle. And then I turned around and I ran away. In the end, four people would be shot. One of them would be self-inflicted, the suspect who died. Today, what our reporters learned about the shooting on YouTube's campus. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Police dispatch calls. As we heard from the city manager there in San Bruno, a lot of 911 calls coming in about a possible shooting there at the YouTube headquarters. That's right, Heather. A lot of those calls coming from. At 12:46 in the afternoon, the San Bruno Police Department started getting 911 calls about the YouTube campus. San Bruno Police arrived on scene at 12:48 and uh, at, uh, immediately began a search uh, for a possible shooter or suspect. Um. Police say when they got to YouTube, there were employees in the building and the scene was chaotic. Police came across someone with a gunshot wound at the front of the building. There was a second body, this one with a self-inflicted and fatal gunshot wound. Two more victims were found nearby YouTube's campus. At a press conference, police tell reporters four victims were transported to the hospital. The extent of their injuries is not yet known. Hey, this is Tanya. Hey, Tanya, it's Devin. Tanya Mosley is KQED's Silicon Valley editor, and she was at YouTube's campus yesterday. So when I arrived here, um, I met Zach Voorhees, and he's been a software engineer here at YouTube for a couple of years. He was clearly in shock. Uh, my heart is racing right now, uh, and I just, I, I really hope that the guy that, like, was shot is going to be okay. And I don't know who he was. He was just was. working, business day as usual, and he heard the fire alarm. And then that's when he got up, he grabbed his skateboard, and he headed out the door. And that's when he saw a man on the ground. All I saw was the fact that somebody was on his back uh, with a gunshot wound to his stomach, and he was bleeding and not moving. It took him a second to realize it was actually a gunshot wound. He said at first it registered as just like a circle on the man's chest. And I don't know who he was, but um, 
but he wasn't moving, and um, I don't know what happened. So he can't think of any reason why anyone would come into YouTube and do this. He's never had any issues in his department, and um, he, as we were talking, his phone kept going off because it was his loved ones. He said who were calling to check on him to see if he was okay. Jeez. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a lot of a lot of text calls right now, yeah. um, and yeah. so, but mostly from family and and friends. They're worried about you. Yeah, they're worried about me. He said that it was so chaotic and people were running around and pushing uh, everyone to get out of the building. He's just not sure if the guy is still alive or not. And that's uh, that's what's really painting him right now. What is your name? Uh, I'm Amar Jyot. Tanya keeps talking to witnesses throughout the afternoon. I'm a test engineer here. Uh, my name is Yogesh, Y-O-G-E-S-H, and similar, similar position. I, I'm still wondering how that person get into the building like that you cannot it's all speculation what we know from from people what we hear there was a lady who fired multiple shots perhaps with a mask uh, golden color mask that's what i heard nobody has seen that thankfully uh, amongst us so that's what we know just speculation so we start hearing there was only one shooter a woman at this point, the chaos has mostly cleared, but there are still a lot of questions. Hey, this is Tanya. Hey, Tanya, it's Devin. Hey. Are, are you with Sam? Uh, yes, I am. Hello. Hey, Sam, what's up? Sam Harnett, who's another KQED Silicon Valley reporter, joined Tanya. Okay, so what, what's happening right now? It's it's 3.13 in the afternoon. We know uh, the police were on scene, I think it was like 12.45-ish. Uh, yeah, right now there's, just, there's a bunch of reporters... We're waiting for another update that's coming at an unspecified time. Looks like most of the employees have cleared out. Having covered uh, the kind of Silicon Valley and having been on these kinds of campuses, what's what are the general moods like on, on a normal day? Is, is it like a college campus or how does it feel to be on campus normally? And then what does it feel like now? You know, that's a really interesting comparison to a college campus. There is an air that this is really a campus. It's a secure place, typically, and you typically need a key card to get into uh, these buildings. But there are restaurants in the buildings. There are little areas where people sit and converse and work outside. Um, And so it's generally thought of as a safe place. What's it like now? What does it feel like to be on campus? We've seen many folks from YouTube come out of the campus and escorted by FBI and other authorities. And really, everyone just seems tense and shell-shocked and rushed. They're just trying to get to the next location. Um, So I'd say right now, people are just, for lack of a better word, in shock. Do you know how late you're going to stay? Are you basically staying until the the next press conference, or are you going to stay? Yes, I'll be here for the duration. Thanks a lot, Tanya. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Sam. Thanks a lot. Well, I'll check back with you later. Sure. Sounds good. All right. See ya. Bye. Good afternoon again. Um, Again, my name is Ed Barberini. I'm the police chief with the San Bruno Police Department. Uh, Last press conference of the day. Um, We're kind of in the process of transitioning um, our work now. It's transitioned more uh, from a tactical or active fluid situation to more of a static investigative Police are moving from an active shooter situation to the cleanup and the investigation, trying to find out what happened and why. Uh, I don't know the name of the shooter. I don't have that yet, but the uh, it was a handgun. I, I don't know the specific maker model. Do you know how many guns? 
Hi, this is Devin. Leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. Hey, Devin. It's Tanya. It's about 6.30, and I am just about to leave the scene here at San Bruno. You know, the big thing that everyone wants to know is why and what was the motive. Um, Authorities have basically said that they know that this woman is probably most likely the person. She is the prime suspect. This is the woman who they found with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Those three other folks that were taken to the hospital, we're not sure how they're doing right now, but um, we know that they suffered gunshot wounds, and then there was one person who uh, broke their ankle trying to get out of one of the buildings. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. There's still a lot about this story that we don't know. This show was produced late Tuesday night, so for updates, please visit kqed.org. At the tone, please record your message. Hey, Devin, this is Sam. I'm still out on the field at the YouTube headquarters, about to head home. The last press conference was like a non-press conference press conference. They basically told us there's no more details. You know, I remember when I was at KQED and uh, there was that shooting in San Francisco at the UPS facility, which where it was a worker, and uh, he came in and he shot three co-workers and then shot himself which is the exact same number of people that were involved in this incident. Three people shot, and then a person shot themselves. Um, you know, and that was in 2017. So it's just like totally different place, right? This, that was at UPS. This is at YouTube. But it's the same stuff, just just gun violence. Um, so, all right, I'm signing off for the night. Thanks, Devin. Bye. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.